options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. 92% of households that join Peloton early in the year are still active a year later. Yeah, if you like cycling to EDM. Not just EDM. Try cycling to Broadway hits, take a scenic hike in Iceland on our treadmill, or row to some 80s jams. Because I have so much free time. Whether you have 30 minutes or just five, Peloton can fit any schedule. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton tread, row, or bikes risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Welcome to another edition of What They Don't Want You to Know with your host, Mr. Noriega. Is the government keeping secrets? You bet they are. And here, those secrets are revealed. Future seven years researching the common core of the education system. Author Noriega. What the heck is happening in the world? What's going on? People don't know what's going on. Voices are coming from left and right. Uh, opinions and a bunch of gibberish. The system wants you to believe you have to go through one channel or one hole to access the program, and that's not true. Today is a special day, people. We are going to be talking about the end of the world and things things that will blow your mind because most of these things, people don't even think about these things. They, they're unaware of what's happening. In fact, the conversation I had with Mr. Smart today and with another one of my brothers that I had earlier today, we shared information, we shared new information, and it blew my socks off. We are so close to the end of times. So welcome to the show. This is episode three, and we're going to be talking about the mask. Now, what do we do? We put on this mask in faith that it is covering us, protecting us, And by George, our leaders would not lie to us. So this is definitely something necessary worldwide, worldwide, so that we can prevent an outbreak of a virus that nobody knows anything about, that's unseen, untouched, flavorless, odorless, etc. But something that is out there that is out to get you. And so you need to protect yourself by wearing this device that they are giving to you that they're saying you must wear this in order to protect yourself and your family uh, a mandate an order a safety blanket i'm concerned because they've even found particulates in in the air particulates of, of covid 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 is a coronavirus they call it a unique coronavirus but the coronavirus uh is just uh, the common cold is a coronavirus it's interesting also that at the beginning of COVID outbreaks, uh, they used to have for medical coding, medical billing, uh, to differentiate uh, different conditions similar to COVID. Uh, they actually consolidated all the medical codes into one. If you if you were, if you died from something else, a diabetes related issue or a respiratory issue, if you had emphysema. And you also happened to get COVID and died. Then they said that you died only from COVID and they used only one code. It used to be multiple codes and they consolidated it. 
and they, they said it was for medical billing, but then it's showing that, you know, um, everybody's dying of COVID when they, you know, there's a lot of people. Does that mean since uh, since March that uh, nobody in the United States have di- has died from anything else? Because that's, that's what the coding shows is all of a sudden people didn't, aren't dying from uh, complications of, with heart issues, pre-existing heart issues, uh, pre-existing uh, respiratory issues with the lungs or or things dealing with the pancreas like diabetes there's interesting because they haven't uh you know i've, I've read some statistics recently that only seven percent of those that that were labeled as covid were actually covid and they were people that were already uh medically compromised so i you know based on based on statistics that the cdc's put out it shows that less than one percent of the people have, have actually died from it, and and the, again, it's been more significant than the flu. Um, and again, we have vaccines for flus that we put out in advance. We don't currently have one of those, but have we even looked at the different diseases that have? Uh, oh, what's it? Measles. Measles killed like two and a half million people in, in 2018. They didn't really talk about that. What about malaria? Or, you know, should we all like not go outside until they can cure malaria? There's this has gone to a, a point of being ab- absurd and stupid, and and I I do have an issue with it. I'm also willing to, I'm willing to uh, if it helps the people around me at this at this juncture feel safer, I will wear it. But I know while I'm wearing it, it's not doing anything to help me or to uh, help me from getting it. Or if I had it, to give it to others. I I will not help that. Okay, so I'm wearing right now, as you can see, um, Jason, I'm wearing a protective environmental suit. You can see I have my gloves on. I have my uh, space suit on. I have my helmet, definitely, and so do my associates to my right and my left. We're ready. Are we, in your opinion, um, and you've studied, this is why I have you on the show, um, as far as smart people in the world, people that have intelligence, people that know medical information, you are one of the top people that I know um, you've researched it. You have a vast amount of knowledge. You've studied these kind of things in the university, and you've not only done this, but you've studied alternative medicine as well for years and years. So you even suggested one of the alternative medicine remedies for myself that helped me in a condition I used to have years ago that I actually got cured of, thanks to you. So this is why I have you live on the show. But in fact, when I'm looking at you and I'm saying, I'm now, I have this environmental suit in front of me. Will this protect me from the COVID-19, what I'm wearing right now? So I, I think that uh, there's it's your, your PPE, your personal protective equipment, um, you need a minimum of something like this. I actually think that uh, there's no way that you could equip everyone to have this. And this is their, this is their way of, of saying that this is how we're going to keep you safe and protect you. The PPE that that you that I see on these in these pictures with you, your head's superimposed on it. You you need a, a a mask with with two or three kinds of filters to protect you. You also you need to be have a full body suit because those particulates can land on your skin, and they can they can last there for 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 a long time. Um, obviously up to up to fourteen days, isn't that what they're requiring for quarantine these yeah, days? Yeah, fourteen um, days, yes. You know, the other thing too is we heard we heard rumors. So so back in March, they were they, on the cruise ship where they found a lot of uh, aging people on it. Uh, they were saying that they were finding COVID 
the COVID uh, virus is active within 21 days, but we, we've, we've settled on a 14 day. The thing is, uh, the equipment that you have right now, or what it looks like, that might protect against uh, some things, but it might not be effective against COVID. What I, what I, the thing is, what I'm saying is, here's another thing is there's, there's been some new, new stats out that uh, herd immunity, that a lot, like 30% of the population has a built-in immunity, but they didn't have that before. Or maybe they did, but they hadn't done sufficient testing to find that. The thing is, they, they wanted, the CDC also uh, came out and then did a, a turnabout within the last month stating that if you were asymptomatic, it would be highly unlikely that you would pass this on to someone else. And if that's the case, that's the reason why we're all scared and distancing ourselves is, but if I'm feeling, if I'm not feeling, basically the CDC said, if, if I'm not feeling, I'm, I'm asymptomatic and I don't uh, feel sick, I don't have any symptoms of being sick, you know, the fever, the, the cough, the diarrhea, all those symptoms that are also symptomatic of other things but if i have those um it it basically doesn't uh the cdc said that it, it wouldn't actually uh it would be highly unlikely for you to pass it to someone else if you are asymptomatic and positive and that's, if that's the case then that would actually mean that we wouldn't have to sit here we wouldn't have to sit here and have all of our grandparents that are dying in nursing homes alone and isolated we would be able to uh be able to visit them if we were feeling okay, because I, I, I definitely want to take COVID or any other sickness to my aging relatives that I love. I would, I would want to keep them safe and protected. And, and straight up, COVID, COVID nineteen is the thing that's going after our older generations, or, or people over the ages 60, 70. and they should stay protected and protect themselves more so than the, than people that are younger. Yeah, but and and you know, I mean, agree. That doesn't mean that the rest of us are supposed to go around. Yeah, and, and, and I agree that people should be cautious, but not not really to the extent that they're being cautious right now. Because if you think about it, if you think about it, the president of the United States just had COVID. I mean, the, this is it doesn't get any more reliable than this, people. The president of the United States, he's an old man. You know, he's in his 70s, and he just caught COVID-19. He went to the hospital. He came out with an attitude. He came out with this thought about, you know, this is so mild, this is so light, and we saw it live. It couldn't get any more straight up in your face than the President of the United States being somebody that's old, getting the disease, and getting better instantly. And so what's this telling me is the media is turning around and telling me, well, he had great treatment. He had great facilities uh, accessible only to him and not to the rest of the United States, et cetera, et cetera. What this is telling me is that it is in your face telling you, hey, you know, we need you to be afraid of this. We need you to be afraid of this. Put on your mask and show us a herd mentality that you are ready and willing to obey our orders no matter what. No matter what. We're talking about COVID-19. We're talking about the masks. We're also talking about the end of the world. Now, a lot of you out there, and a lot of you that'll see this stream later on, um, a lot of people, a lot of people from uh, Africa and et cetera, your Bible readers, uh, people that, that believe in God. I know a couple of these live streams I've gone to, they talk about Jesus Christ a lot, et cetera, et cetera. So you know your revelations, you know your Bible, 
and you know about this mark of the beast, et cetera, et cetera. Me and Jason were just talking about this today. Mark of the beast. Often we think of this thing as being something that, hey, you're on the devil's side, et cetera, et cetera. But Revelations doesn't really say, doesn't really talk about, hey, you are now on the devil's side if you have the mark of the beast. To me, when I read Revelations, it's more of a mandate from the powers that are in control saying, if you, and this is the way that John has it, uh, you know, I'm ab-living, but if you don't comply and don't have the mark of the beast, if you don't have this marking on you, this 666, whatever that's been interpreted to mean, you cannot buy or sell. You can't do fair trade. You can't negotiate, right? Now, two things on that. What does everybody in the world right now comply to doing? Everybody, as I can see everybody, complies to wearing a mask. With any dream, the wind won't always be at your back. The sun won't always be shining. And some rain is going to fall. American Family Insurance is like a good solid roof that you can trust to protect your biggest dreams. With plans that could save you up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto. Also, you can continue to dream fearlessly, no matter what comes your way. American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at AmFam.com. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, assigned its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Number two, you cannot shop. You cannot sell. You cannot do commerce without this symbol. And again, the World Health Organization clearly came out and saying it does not protect against anything. What it does is it's a symbol. It's a symbolism, symbolic. This You don't get this from my mouth. You get this from the World Health Organization. So symbolically, we are putting this upon our face, a mask or a mark, and we are able to then go into grocery stores and buy our food. If we don't have this, if we don't have this mandate, we cannot eat, we cannot buy or sell. So now that they get us to, to, to put this on, what's next? Because we are all following. We are all not asking questions and we're going right along. And without this, I can't shop. I see, I see the, the, the uh, mask is a symbol of, of, of obedience, of, of uh, submitting to uh, mandates. I, and, and I can't go, I can't go shopping without wearing a mask it's interesting to me too i've seen people go beat up other people that aren't wearing a mask while they're wearing their mask and they rip them out of grocery stores but if they actually had covid would you want to be you're, you're actually not practicing social distancing it's kind of a lot of hypocrisy in that because you actually are exposing yourself if they do have covid you know you would think that you would want to isolate the farmers them we know what or call the police and have them take care of it instead they're taking things into their own hands and potentially causing themselves to be contaminated with COVID. And and the, the, the sad thing is, is there's not a reason to be that afraid. And, and it never justifies being violent to somebody else because well, they're, choosing, they're choosing not to wear. Absolutely mask. right, Jason. And not only that, but the whole issue of COVID-19 is causing an extreme animosity. Correct me if I'm wrong. An extreme animosity between mask wearers and non-mask wearers, compliers and non-compliers. It's a worldwide animosity that is almost like you're trying to kill me because if you don't have a mask, you are going to, so therefore I can come and attack you. 
I can, and I've seen it the other way around too, where people that don't want to wear masks get infuriated. I mean, I get infuriated myself because my civil rights are being destroyed. Uh, my constitutional rights are being destroyed. And so I get infuriated myself and I say, hey, you know, and you get a little agitated and you start heating up with words with other people. It is a worldwide contention. So what I'm saying here is in this phenomena that's happening right now, it is what are the symptoms? If I look back to scripture, it says, by their fruits, ye shall know them. Well, first of all, what's the first symptom to COVID-19 and wearing a mask? It's fear, right? Fear. Number two, it's aggression. It's definitely person against person. Number three, number three, and most important, not following Jesus Christ, not following the Savior. That is exactly what woohoo, a new world order would want to do towards the end of the world, would it not? In a period of taking over, taking control of every city, nation, kindred, tongue, and people, wouldn't the new world order want to cause animosity between people? No longer being together, being able to touch, being able to hug. Keep six feet of distance away. Don't visit your I'll relatives. Go to the store and not go to church. Well, yeah, you can go to the store and not go to church. So don't go to church anymore. And if you do go to church, you can't sing. You can't praise the Lord. And another thing about it is with the COVID-19, animosity has gone all over the world. Don't visit the sick. Don't feed the hungry. Don't go to the widow's house. You might get sick. Some people have even depicted, and this is gross to me, but some people have depicted even the Savior, Jesus Christ, wearing a mask. And I ask you this question. Would Jesus wear a mask? Because he did say, he did say, here's Pharaoh's face on this coin. Give to Pharaoh what he had. Would Jesus Christ keep six feet of distance from you? Would Jesus Christ not visit you if you're sick? Would Jesus Christ stay away from you six feet? Whoa, stand back. And when he's telling you his doctrine, would Jesus Christ cover his face? Would Jesus Christ be afraid? Or are we following his commandments that says, feed my sheep, feed the hungry, clothe the naked, visit the sick and afflicted, visit those in jail, go to the nursing homes, go to the people that are sick and afraid and alone. Are we doing this or have we become slaves to a new world order wearing the symbol of the beast, the 666 on our foreheads, because we are literally putting a mask that symbolizes new world order. We are complying to the mandates of the beast, which are do as the devil would have you do, not as Christ. Stay away from everybody. Consider everybody extremely dangerous. Have a lot of hostility towards everybody. And do not love your neighbor. Hate your neighbor. So I actually had to travel. Uh, you know, we, li- we live in the uh, Hawaii Islands right now. And I had to uh, travel for, for medical reasons uh, for a pre-surgery appointment on Oahu yesterday. When I, when I went in the morning, uh, they required a mandatory 14-day quarantine uh, inner island going between uh, 
Big Island and Oahu. And uh, I actually was able to get a medical exemption. And it was interesting to me because uh, it's called a same-day exemption because I was going for medical reasons. Because potentially, if I didn't get that exemption, I, I would actually be uh, forefoot the ability to actually get the surgery itself. And the, the, uh, the interesting thing, though, is when I came home back to the Big Island, I was I was uh, I, I was encounter I, I was uh, I had at least there was at least thirty National Guard members uh, having people fill out different paperwork, do different things, and I and I just showed them the uh, my exemption. Basically, my certificate that I could get, I didn't have to do anything. I, I could just walk. And they said, no, you still have to go through all these things. And I had, had all these young kids uh, that were under the age of 30 that were in the National Guard. And I, I had a, a frank conversation. And I said, I just want you to know, this, this is what we're, you're doing right now. Uh, fairly infringes upon my freedoms. And I said, what you do to me will be done to your children if you don't think this through. And I, and I really do believe that. I, I, I think these young kids are just doing what they're told. And they didn't come from uh, a generation of, of patriots, those that actually understand their freedoms. They've been given a lot of, you know, we've had, we've had communists and socialist teachers teaching our kids uh, that communism wasn't even, wasn't even real. And the only time you say stuff like that is if you want them to not realize that it's a threat. And so they've been born and raised without even knowing that there's a threat. And I, I think that this is a way to consolidate. You know, one of the things, too, with Hawaii state law, the reason why they're justifying quarantining and, and uh, doing these things is they state very clearly based on U.N. order number, United Nations order number. I can't remember if it's 82. I can't remember the number. But they said the reason why we can do this is we have jurisdiction over this. And the problem I have with that is this is the United States of America. And we, the UN does not dictate to us what we do within our own country. We are a sovereign nation and we are not, you know, we, we agree to be a part of that. We're part of the security council within the UN, but that doesn't mean that they can come in and tell us what we will do. They, they, that, that's absolutely absurd. And if they do, they do that, look, look at China, China at the beginning of this year, they refused to let it, they created a worldwide pandemic. And they refuse to let anyone in um, because they're a sovereign nation. So what's the difference between them and us? Well, they're already communists. They're already ruled by an autocracy that will not let that happen. In fact, us being a, a democracy with mingled with socialism and people that want to change uh, the Constitution, they're, they're, they will be more passive in letting something like the U.N. come in and do that to us. And that's where the real threat is. If you can, and, and the UN wants to consolidate their power right now. This is a perfect chance. In fact, uh, you and I were talking about it that earlier. That the UN, uh, you you need to jump in on this one. Now, okay, let me let me jump let me jump in. In fact, uh, let's see. The New York Times put this out. Uh, New York Times calls for UN election intervention. Says Biden must appeal to the world world for help. Okay, so. The original story, the original story was retracted. In other words, it was taken down from the Internet. This was just uh, a day or two ago that this came up. But it's been pulled, but I found other similar um, uh, feeds just like this one. And this one is right here on Law Enforcement uh, website. 
but uh, it says New York. Please try not to laugh. And the, and the New York Post is is uh, putting this up, but or, or the New York Times. But please try not to laugh when you read the following. An opt-ed actually made the suggestion that Joe Biden needs to reach out to the United Nations in order to help remove President Trump. And it goes on to say and explain that with the United Nations power, they can come in in times of uncertainty. In other words, if there's any problems whatsoever with the election that's coming up, which they said in their in their own words that, yes, we foresee problems in the coming election. And so if there's any problems in the coming election, they can come in and put what they call an overseer in charge of the country temporarily. This is, uh, this is incredible. And they can do that for what they call a temporary period until they have what they call regular elections once again in the United States. Now, again, this wasn't, this wasn't something, some off-the-wall thing. This was direct quote from the United Nations, and this quote was retracted I can't find it anywhere in in the in the website anymore in the web pages, but I'm I'm seeing that the New York Times put the actual article down so that we can read a little bit about it. It's right here in uh, LawEnforcementToday.com. But the precedent came, and Jason, I want you to explain a little bit about this. But the precedent came uh, back when we were having uh, th- this was about 40 years ago. When we as a nation were doing that to other countries, but in the name of democracy, going in and removing their dictator and putting in a president, a temporary president, one that we had selected until they had their own election. So in the name of democracy, we were doing that. And whether we had a right to or not, we were spreading freedom. But in this case, the United States, uh, the United Nations wants to come in and is claiming the right because they're saying that they have a right to so-called police the world in times of uncertainty. And Jason, can you elaborate a little bit on that? So so I think that was UN Security Council Resolution 82. It, it happened uh, in 1950 during the Korean conflict. North Korea was invading South Korea. South Korea, uh, the, the world actually put it on North Korea that they needed to cease and desist. And they did. I don't know how uh, how much the UN was a part of uh, physically being that force. I, I, I look back at Rwanda when they had uh, the unrest in Rwanda, and they were on the, a, a peacekeeping mission. They were there, but they were not to be offensive. I dare say that in this day, especially against the United States, because uh, we pose the greatest threat to not allowing the United Nations to have complete power or create a, a unified power in the world. We, we pose the greatest threat. I don't believe it'll be a peacekeeping mission if they try to help us with our times of uncertainty. I think it's, I think, I think it will be absolutely uh, a different kind of story. Oh, you and I talked about it. The National Guard, National Guard is, uh, it used to be that they were sworn to defend against uh uh, foreign foreign enemies. Foreign, foreign enemies. Um, yes. But now it's foreign or domestic, which means that they they have the uh, ability to uh, harm citizens, which is a very unique thing. And and we don't, you know, if the United 
if uh, I'm just taking Hawaii because I can't, I, I don't know what else is going on in other states right now. But they're following a UN resolution. They're speaking that out loud. We have the authority to do this because of UN resolution. This, and that's what the National Guard kids are saying to me when when I go through. I'm I'm almost fifty, so these twenty year olds are, are kids to me. But they don't they don't uh, they don't even know what they're saying. They're just following their orders, and depending on who's giving those orders or how they interpret those orders, we could become enemies of the state or enemies of the of Hawaii and and federally too. Here's the most shocking thing because you and I were talking about this earlier, but uh, a lot of people don't realize what's happening and what's in and, and, and what's happening in the world, what's happening uh you know in their own state. But President Trump back in uh in January, he started to call out uh, you know, these troops and place them strategically across the United States and place them, uh, you know, sitting there waiting for something to happen because he knew he, he saw and he was telling everybody what's happening is that this extreme leftist, this side of, of, of evil uh, that we can't call it anything else is was is trying, has been trying to take away our freedoms and our rights in our religion, etc., and so he's been foreseeing something, and in that foreknowledge that he has, that 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 secret service knowledge, because he's in the forefront. A lot of us don't realize what's happening in the world, but he gets to see what's happening now, and he sees the enemies of the United States before him, and so he has strategically placed this national guard, federal national guard, and state national guard. All throughout the United States and in Hawaii, they they they're in the beaches over there. They're just sitting around the, in the in the airports and the beaches. But one of the most interesting things about this deployment is it has gone on for ten months now. This is one of the longest, if not the longest, deployment of National Guard that's ever been in the history of the United States. So that tells you something important, Jason. Your comments on that, please. Uh, just like I said, uh, when I came back yesterday. I was in front of at least 30, if not 40, uh, National Guard uh, soldiers. And they were, uh, they basically are occupying the airport. And they, their, their job is based on a UN mandate. And I, I'm concerned about the fact that uh, I was raised to be a patriot because I believe in my country. I Actually, the very thing uh, that gives me my freedom is the Constitution. And the very thing that allows them to... Uh, exercise and freedoms is is the constitution, and if that disappears, it's interesting because uh, in 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 communist China, uh, Christianity or other religions are banned because it is in conflict and a threat to communism. And if we are not uh, being allowed to practice our religion, that should let you know uh, those that are making the decisions what they feel about religion. Because they consider it a threat also. I, I, I know that's true. Well, if you think about it right now, the attack is on religion. And the attack is on you and me and our individual uh, our individual freedoms. But I want to go back to what we're talking about with uh, Trump's deployments of the National Guard. Because he knows these things that are happening right now. But, but, something that he's probably not considering... Because it's it's frightening to me. It's it's and we talked about this earlier. 
is that as he has deployed these youngsters, these 20-year-olds, 22-year-olds that are, as you said in your encounters, loyal to the United Nations. You know, they're loyal to who? To the Constitution? No. They are saying that they are taking orders from the United Nations. So it becomes uh, kind of like a Luke's, uh, 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 George Lucas scenario in Star Wars where the Jedi have gotten these clones, made these clones, those of you that saw the Clone Wars, etc., uh, you know, those old uh, movies, not the newer Star Wars ones with uh, Disney and taking over their Disney style, it sucks. But when they were original canon, <laughs> you know, back in, uh, back a few years ago, and the Clone Wars came out, if you remember, this was happening, the Jedi were saving the Republic and using the clones as the army to save the Republic. But, lo and behold, the secret plan was, to raise out Order 66, and as soon as, as soon as those soldiers heard that calling, they flipped sides and started massacring the Jedi and the people that were loyalists to the Republic. It is interesting to me how George Lucas has foreseen or or has insight to some of these things, because these things that, these movies came out decades ago, and, and this last one at, at least a decade ago, and what happening now is, yes, President Trump has deployed these troops. However, these troops are not loyal to the Constitution, even though the president is the commander-in-chief. These young troops have been brainwashed, brainwashed into communism, brainwashed into the leftist side, and brainwashed into thinking for the good of the world, for the good of the planet, for, you know, this global warming, these keywords that just flash in their mind and they've been flashed all through school. So when the, the, when the crap hits the fan and President Trump is seeing himself in danger and deploys his troops, it will be very easy for the United Nations coming in at that point, trying to eliminate Trump and saying, hey, you know, we're having a problem with the election. We're going to take over. We're going to cause world peace here. It will be very easy for them to give the keywords necessary and those United Nation troops that we have stationed everywhere, by the way, to just turn and be against the president. And the, 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 far, left, the, far, the far left the far left has created a situation with through their violence and their rioting to actually create this scenario that the UN would like to have. It's definitely a coordinated uh, attempt to try to uh, overthrow our government. I'm, 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 I'm very certain of that. It is as coordinated and, and, uh, an effort as has ever been before. And it is, it is shocking to me because even though we have what should be followers of the Constitution, protectors of the Constitution, even though we have these troops stationed everywhere, I look around. And it is like a bad omen to me. I feel shivers when I look at these troops that are deployed. You know, the brown shirts, the brown National Guard, they're just waiting with their machine guns and their guns, etc. Because when something big happens, like the United Nations forming a new world order and taking over our rights worldwide, when this happens, those youngsters are not going to be loyal 
to the president and the republic. They're going to turn sides and be loyal as they have been taught for the last 20 years with the common core, the common core people. That's what your children are being educated with. They are going to turn with that common core training towards the United Nations. And unfortunately, uh, the president has put up all the chess pieces to protect himself, but without realizing that these chess pieces are brainwashed youngsters of the common core.